I'd like to thank you for joining the Sean Mike podcast. I know uh, this podcast is coming out a little bit different day than normal. Kind of a hectic schedule coming out this Friday. Overall detailing uh, the Nebraska-Northwestern game. This podcast isn't going to be like how some of the other podcasts were in the past. It's not going to be quite as detailed. It's going to be a little more of a quick-hitting podcast today. Overall, my big takeaway from this game was... It felt like the Huskers' offense and defense really had a tough time clicking together this game. Overall, just when I viewed how the game really played out, I noticed that the Huskers had a tough time getting into a rhythm offensively quite a bit of the game. Obviously, that was a hamper for what they were trying to accomplish long-term in the game, and it just you know, kind of played out in the final outcome. Big thing I noticed was Northwestern with their quarterback runs, they were just able to, you know, I mean, they looked at the stats quite a bit, but Northwestern, the huge QB runs really inflated everything because for the most part, the Huskers were able to shut everything down, but the the massive QB runs, like the 68-yard QB run in the first half, that was huge. And overall, like I mentioned like I mentioned, um, in the first half, Westerkamp was able to get into a rhythm. Uh, he caught a pass, and they had mentioned in the broadcast that it was 21 games in a row with a touchdown catch. Or not with a touchdown catch, just was the catch in general. But it felt like in the second half, it was a struggle getting him involved a little bit more. And that's one of those things that's been kind of odd to watch. Not really sure why he's not getting involved in the game like he could be, but for some reason that just has been a struggle early on this year, and that's definitely, you'd like to see improvement out of that as the year goes on. And overall, I think the biggest thing, being a Husker fan this year, that you kind of have to touch on is, you're just looking for the team to just uh, really play competitively and just be able to keep in those last few games. I mean, when you look at, they're scheduled to end the year. They play, they play Purdue next, and Purdue arguably could be the worst team in the Big Ten. Then you got Michigan State. Obviously, they're going to be a stout test. I mean, still undefeated after that amazing special teams play against Michigan at the end of the game. I mean, obviously, most people, you know, Michigan had that game. It was just a really weird play, but, no, they're still undefeated. Uh, Rutgers, I don't think, I don't think they're going to be I mean, you can't pencil in the Huskers for a win any time this year just because, obviously, we're in the midst of a tough year ourselves. But Rutgers, you'd think that would be a winnable game. Iowa, they're the other undefeated team in the Big Ten. I don't know why. I still get the feeling that, like, I feel, obviously, I'd like to think the Huskers could be competitive with Michigan State. But I feel uh, more optimistic that the Huskers could actually hang in with Iowa. I don't know why. I think it's just a style of play that they have. I feel like... Their style of play kind of meshes with how Nebraska plays in terms of it's not really it doesn't feel like the type of style that's gonna blow out a team. A lot of times those do result in closer games. So I'd like to think the Huskers would would be in that game. Overall, I'm just looking for the team just to like I said finish out finish out on a high note. Obviously, you know the record is what it is in terms of being three and five, but it doesn't mean that. The year has to be, you know, extremely tough year. You know, we say win every game, they're going to be 7-5. and five. Right now, I think 
once again, the biggest thing right now is to not really look at the record quite as much. It's just seeing how this team finishes and seeing uh, what Mike Riley is able to do in the off season in terms of bringing in recruits, bringing in guys that fit a system a little bit more, and overall just being able to, you know, get another year with Tommy Armstrong and get him developed in the off season. Obviously, new coaching staff comes in and they do have the spring, but now that he'll actually be going through, you know, an entire year as a starting QB and then next off season, I think that's going to be really pivotal and you know, getting him to the point to where he's going to feel that much more comfortable in the offense, maybe a little bit more comfortable with the reads that he has on this offense. Uh, Brandon Riley, I felt like uh, felt like he had an interesting game. I mean, obviously he had a he had a play where he dropped a touchdown, but then later on in the game he had a pretty big catch on fourth down. Obviously, uh, another player that I noticed was uh, Carter, the tight end. He was able to just truck a defender early on in that game and have a really positive impact for the Huskers. It's nice seeing him really develop. I feel like as as the year progresses, it seems like he's having more and more of an impact. I mean, we saw the game against Minnesota where he had that amazing that amazing catch where he was able to stretch it out into the end zone. And then here, you know, just a statement run, just trucking a guy, and that's always going to be, it's always going to be really important. Overall, I mean, the Huskers, I feel like, did get into a better rhythm offensively later in the game, but for the most part, I mean, at least early on in the game, it was definitely a struggle for both teams. It wasn't, it wasn't the most well played game that I've ever seen, but it was just. Um, yeah, I mean, it seemed like both teams had a tough time getting into a rhythm. It was another game where Tommy Armstrong had, uh, for receivers he was thrown to, there was at least five or six drops in that game. And I, there was a drive that I was watching late in the game where literally the drive was, there was a Huskers drop, and then Tommy threw a ball that got tipped at the line of scrimmage, and then he got sacked in that game. And then that's when Northwestern was able to get a huge drive going. They only get a field goal. And then then the next drive is when the Huskers are able to get that massive um, play to Brandon Riley. But after they score the touchdown on that drive, they wind up not being able to get the two-point conversion, which winds up being the difference in this game, 30-28. to 28. Uh, What was kind of really weird about this game is uh, the defense... Well, I guess I shouldn't say it's really weird because when you really put it all together, it does make sense because the offense was just having a tough time getting drives going and keeping them going, and defense felt like it was on the field a lot more in the second half compared to the first. Just because, I mean, Northwestern was in a four-minute offense drill, I mean, a little over four minutes, and they were able to get a huge uh, third down uh, play by their running back. That takes it across the midfield line. Then the Huskers never got the ball back. They they got the, a couple first downs, and then they got to a point where they were able just to kneel it. So, I mean, seeing the defense have a tough time, when you look at it on its own, it's like, man, I don't understand why the defense isn't playing well. But it all goes back to the rhythm of needing to have you know everything in, in sync. If you're not getting off uh, first downs on offense, then it means your defense is going to be on the field that much more, and it's going to make everything that much more of a struggle. Overall, when I look at this game, I do feel like 
obviously it just shows that uh, it's still very early in Mike Riley's tenure at Nebraska. Obviously we want to see what he's able to do when he gets more of his own guys in the program. He'd like to see a little bit more, but these first first seasons under a new coach are always unpredictable and you just you're not sure what to expect. I mean the one thing that would be a little bit nicer to see is you know the penalties they continue to be a problem and at the end of the game uh, Malik Collins who doesn't draw a lot of penalties like this had kind of a play where the offensive lineman irritated him a little bit and he retaliated and he got the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and that that was a pretty big play in sealing the game too. I'm not saying the Huskers were going to drive down and have a huge comeback, but at the same time, it kind of took away, with the timeout situation, it took away really a chance for the Huskers to be able to stay in that game. So the penalties, that would be something that I would be concerned with. Uh, I guess the other thing I'm looking at is, obviously Tommy Armstrong isn't the ideal quarterback for his system. I'm really curious as to what type of quarterback he will bring in uh, whether it's after Tommy's gone or if he decides to go the route of bringing someone in to give competition to Tommy right away. Obviously, they make it a point to really drill in the fact that Tommy isn't exactly the style of quarterback that he's looking for, but it definitely will be will be interesting to see what he wants in his QB and just in the offense as a whole. Overall, I think whenever you have a year like this, it does leave some question marks about the the coaching staff and where they're at. Sometimes it's going to be fair. Sometimes it's not always going to be fair. I'm still in the mindset that you just need to give everything some time to play out and mesh. Just see where everything is at as a whole. But overall, it's it's always tough to see the Huskers go in a year like this. But at the same time, unless you're one of the very elite programs, you're not going to be competing for national championships every year. So overall, I do think that like I mentioned before, you know, the last there's only four games left in his schedule, and Iowa seems to always be pretty much the Thanksgiving game or somewhere in that range. So, you know, right now we're late October, so I mean, we really have a month a month to see uh, what direction this team is able to go in, and I definitely am optimistic and would like to see them just progress and go in the right direction and just build momentum into the next year. So those are my thoughts on the game. Once again, a little bit more of a limited version. Uh, you know, just with schedules in life, sometimes it makes it a little bit a little bit trickier. But I do appreciate everyone that takes time to listen to Sean Mike podcast. Definitely feel free to check out the fa- page and like it on Big Husker Nation on Facebook. I do want to thank everyone for taking time out of your day to listen to this. Also find it on the Sean Mike podcast on Facebook. You have a great day.